RVFTA's Campground of the Week is sponsored by Jayco. To see a complete lineup of products, visit jayco.com. And by Blackstone. See their complete line of griddles and accessories at blackstoneproducts.com. America the Beautiful. There is adventure to be found around every corner. And there is no better way to explore it than by staying at one of our country's 14,000 campgrounds. Our team of correspondents will guide you to the best places to park your rig or pitch your tent. On each week's episode, we'll give a complete review of one campground, location, activities, amenities, best sites, and tons of other insider intel. Plus, we'll talk about regional highlights, food, culture, attractions, family fun, and all things great outdoors. From the East Coast to the West Coast, and from the Great Lakes to the Mississippi Delta, it's time to hit the open road with RVFTA's Campground of the Week. Hey everybody, it's Jeremy and Stephanie from RVFTA.com and we are incredibly excited to be launching our new season of the Campground of the Week podcast. This is just our second episode in our new 12-episode season and we're going to do something a little bit different on this one because we've reviewed Fort Wilderness on the podcast before on Campground of the Week. In fact, we've reviewed it twice because it's uh, it's the gift that keeps on giving. This year, we did want to talk about Fort Wilderness again on Campground of the Week, but we wanted to have a little fun. So we're going to do a smackdown, and we're going to compare Fort Wilderness to Wilderness Lodge, which is really sort of its like sister property right next door a mile away. And they actually kind of bill Wilderness Lodge in competition with Fort Wilderness. When you walk in, which we did, all the merch is like, I'm a glamper, not a camper. And so we spent some time at Wilderness Lodge. We toured the property. We had a meal there. We loved it. We loved it so much we're considering staying there over Fort Wilderness next year. So we thought we'd have some fun on this show comparing the two. So we'll we'll do a whole segment on what we love about Fort Wilderness. We'll do a whole segment about what we love about Wilderness Lodge. We'll even compare prices and get nitty-gritty. But first we want to give you like a little backstory on our Fort Wilderness experience over the years. Yeah, so we um for those of you that haven't maybe been following long enough to have heard our previous uh, Disney episodes. We've now um, gone to Disney in January because we have a winter break and we've done the Disney experience there for three years in a row. Now, every time we post on social media, people say, did you tow your camper there? We live in New Jersey and we do not tow or plan trips where we would have to tow our camper out of the state in New Jersey in January. Because even though the weather could be fine for that, the weather also couldn't be fine for that. And we might get into a situation like we did this time where literally there was an ice storm the night we were scheduled to be leaving and we never would have towed in those conditions. Now, another factor for us is, of course, the time. We can fly from Newark down to Orlando, Florida, or Tampa, Florida, like we have in the past. And we can do that flight in about two hours and 15 minutes or two hours and a half. It's cheap and easy. And that flight for all of us is cheaper than it would cost us to pay for gas from New Jersey 
all the way down to Florida. So not only is it cheaper, we also get there in a couple hours and we don't have to spend days driving there and days driving back. So this really makes sense as a flying vacation for us in the winter. However, we still love the campground experience. So what we've done for the last three years are various versions of RV rentals so we could experience Fort Wilderness as we most like to do. It's been terrific for us as campers and RVers. So it started because we were going to the Tampa RV show, the the Florida RV super show in Tampa. And we went to that one year without the kids and we were working there. And then I said, Stephanie, let's bring the kids next year work here at the Florida RV Super Show doing some industry stuff, and then rent an RV from Lazy Days and go to Disney, to Fort Wilderness. So that's how this thing started. So we rented from Lazy Days. We drove a Class C to Fort Wilderness and spent the week there. We did that two years in a row. That was really exciting. It worked really well for us. We really wanted to try a Class C and drive a Class C and get that motorhome experience on our resume. And it just worked perfectly. We got to camp at Disney's Fort Wilderness in the winter. And what we discovered, I think fairly quickly, is that getting a site at Disney's Fort Wilderness and renting a Class C from Lazy Days was about the price of a resort hotel room, perhaps even a little bit less. Now, obviously, there's a million variables. But basically, what we realized was that a family staying at the Contemporary or the Polynesian or one of the resorts was spending more than we were to rent the RV and get a site. So should we break down those prices that we were paying a little bit? Right. So again, to be clear, this is not this year's experience because this year we did something different. So we're just kind of like throwing you back a little bit. The last two years... So the price we paid was about $225 a night for that Class C rental. And then we additionally paid about $150 a night for the premium site at Fort Wilderness. Now, those sites site prices are flexible and dynamic throughout the year, depending on when you go. And January is a quieter time when we go. So the prices can be a little bit lower. So basically in a nutshell, like, so why did we decide to fly, get a site at Fort Wilderness and rent an RV instead of just staying at a Disney resort? Well, we're a family of five. An RV really does give us more sleeping room and more room in general than most hotel rooms are going to give us unless we get some crazy expensive hotel room. We also love this uh, the room that we get outside an RV, right? So the, we can step outside and we have room outside. We're in a hotel. You don't have that. Also, I loved Fort Wilderness as a kid. I've wanted to go back my entire life. We wanted the campground experience more than we wanted the hotel experience. Also, for those first two years, I really, truly did want to test out a Class A. Right. And also, we were going from one place to another. Like, we were moving from Tampa to... Orlando. So it was a great way for us to take that RV and go to different. So if say you're down in Florida and you want to go to a couple of different sites, like maybe a couple Florida state parks and then, yeah. And then wind up at Disney. That is such a fun adventure that you could do. So it really did work out well for us, but it was time to shift things up a little bit this year. It was time to shift and we weren't going to the Florida RV super show this year. We were doing seminars in Edison, New Jersey. So this year we were going to fly directly into Orlando. I didn't need to test if I would like a Class C anymore. I had that experience. So Stephanie did some research about renting an RV in the Orlando area that could be dropped off right at the campground and picked up right at the campground so we would not be towing at all. 
big benefit here. We would not even need to rent a car. So we would just show up at the airport, take the Magical Express directly to Fort Wilderness, and our RV would be there waiting. So what company did you decide to go with and what were the prices? And, and, and let's talk about how it all worked. So there was a company that had been on my radar actually for a few years. We pay super close attention to things like this because people are always asking us for recommendations and we like to kind of know what options are out there. And a company called Meacham's had shown up on our radar time and time again. It gets great reviews for their um, RV drop-off service at Fort Wilderness. And then to top it off, family, like friends of ours that we're, that we met through RVFTA, but that we camp with regularly and that I know are really like super dialed into what a good camping experience is or a good travel experience is. Um, those friends had used Meacham's last year at the last minute because they actually had a problem with their RV and they decided they weren't going to take it down to Disney, but they had a site reserved you don't at give Four, up a wilderness. Four Wilderness site. I'd go sit there in a camp chair for the week. Yeah, and our friend Laura said, there's no way I'm missing out on this. And so she called Meacham's and they rented a trailer. And Laura said it was great. She said they were so good. The customer service was fantastic. She really raved about it. And, you know, like I said, I trust her enough to think that if she's raving about this, this is top-notch service. So we, you looked into it. They had a Jayco yeah. 32 TSBH, which is like a 37 to 38 foot triple slide bunkhouse. And we decided to rent it for six nights and the price for six nights was $215 a night, which included a golf cart because we paid in full at the time of reservation. Right. So if you pay in full at the time you make your reservation, they give you a golf cart, which was an awesome, awesome well, perk. people need to understand what a deal that is. Because if you rent a golf cart from Fort Wilderness, it's about $60 a day. So if you add in having a golf cart for your entire stay, that's a discount of hundreds of dollars right there. And I want to make something really clear. It was $215 a night. At, for six nights. Now, it's a lot more expensive if you only do three or four nights. And for a second, I was like kind of puzzling that out. And Stephanie explained it really quickly. Like the biggest part of their work is dropping it off and picking it up. Once it's there. <laughs> they have to do that, whether you right. rent it for three days or six so days or 12 days. <laughs> for three nights, it's, it's a lot more. Like it's $355 a night. So this to me, price-wise, starts to make a lot of sense once you hit five, six, seven nights. Look, this is a deal for price, you know, price wise. I paid thirteen and change. That included all the taxes, everything. For six My nights. right for six nights of that RV rental. When you combine that with the 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 campsite, you are under the cost of a resort. So let's get crystal clear: two fifteen a night for the rental and the golf cart. Uh, we paid 160 a night at Fort Wilderness. That shocks some people, but I'm cool with that because we love Fort Wilderness so much. And that's a premium site, a huge, gorgeous site with concrete pad. All of that for 375 Now, if you start a particular... Total fees, total, taxes, and everything. And if you start right. looking at resorts, I'm not talking about off-property Disney. I know you can get deals off-property. I'm talking contemporary, Polynesian, Wilderness Lodge. Yeah, we're talking, are you on the, monotra- the, the monorail the type monorail. of you know loop, which Fort Wilderness, you're right there on that boat taking you over those to rooms, the Magic Kingdom. Those yeah. rooms are like 500 
a night. Right. And and I know, look, I know you can get deals, less, more, whatever. Disney prices are crazy. They're all over the place. But generally speaking, we've looked a lot and you are spending a lot less to do it this way. All right. And then the other big issue is we have a family of five. It can be hard to squeeze five people into one hotel room at a Disney resort. Yeah. So we are thrilled with this experience. I think that Meacham's did a fantastic job from beginning to end. I love the fact that you can actually pick out the trailer that you want to rent. They have all of the trailers on their site and you can decide which one is the best fit. And they've done this a million times. They're a preferred rental company through Disney. And in fact, I reached out to them. I want to say I reached out to them after our experience. They had no idea who we were or like I wasn't like telling them, you're renting to somebody who's going to post about it on social media. After we had the experience, I reached out to them and I said, you know what? You guys did a great job and we'd love to share this with our audience. And they said to me, oh, did you find us through the Disney site? Because I guess that they're considered a preferred renter through Disney. I didn't have to worry about anything. They had it dialed in. Three other things to say. We rented their biggest RV. It was like Deluxe XL. You might be able to get an even better deal if you don't need such a big RV. They have smaller ones. They even have hybrids. So they they, even have pet friendly units, and they have pet Mm -hmm. friendly, which we didn't have to get. Also, the unit was almost in new shape. The one we rented was in really good condition. It was a much newer unit. And also, as you pointed out the second we walked in, they stock it and present it like you're walking into a hotel room. When we walked in, they had Disney, they had Mickey Mouse cartoons playing on the TVs. Mm-hmm. There were little soaps, little shampoos, like you're in a resort hotel. Linens. Linens. Towels. There was dish soap and a sponge. There was all of the little things that make a rental tricky if they're not there because we're not going to travel to Disney without with dish soap in our in, in, in our suitcase. But it's important, right? How do you wash out that coffee mug if you don't have dish soap? So a rental really has to be stocked appropriately. And you all know how picky I am about that if you listen to our um, you know, episodes on renting from the past summer too with outdoorsy. Like a well-stocked rental is the key to rental happiness. So this was, well, they did a great Stephanie job. Stephanie found so much rental happiness. She basically said, hey, Meachums, Give us a coupon code for our listeners. We are happy to endorse you and tell our listeners you should get, uh, you know, rent through Meachums. So if you use coupon code RVFTA19, you're going to get $50 off your rental. I did the math. That's eight free hours at Fort Wilderness on a premium site. Okay. (laughs) So we're giving you eight free hours. $50 off. And then if you pay, when you make your reservation, you get that free golf cart. So that is the deal that you want to. Do you want to use the code and you want to pay and you want to get your free golf cart and then you're getting? I really think this is a value. That's the thing is we had a fantastic time with our other Fort Wilderness rentals, but the price point was such that you were saying like, okay, this is the same as a resort. Whereas I feel like this is a value. You can actually camp at Fort Wilderness for cheaper. It was awful nice driving away the last day and just letting somebody else pick the RV up too, right? Yeah. I mean, when we rented the Class C from Lazy Days, we had to drive it back to Tampa, which was great. And like, if you want to go back to Tampa, that's all wonderful. Oh, I want to say one thing. There's also a $500 security deposit that they pull right when you get there. Okay. It's like a little hold that they put on. So I want to say to you that that security deposit was released within 
hours of us leaving. And we left the RV nice. And we did. Of course, we didn't hurt anything or whatever, but it was nice that as a business, they're running things that ship shape where I was hours out and that you get the email saying, thank you for the rental. Here's your security deposit. I love that Stephanie said we didn't hurt anything because it's, she <laughs> no, didn't, that's all we she didn't say like, oh, we didn't leave it messy because of course we, we don't leave things messy, but our boys are capable of actually hurting things and they didn't hurt the RV. They hurt my house every day. So after three years of, of a variety of these rental experiences, which I'm, I'm so glad we did because we had great times doing it and we also really educated ourselves for our podcast listeners, we're, we've both kind of landed in this really interesting place about what we're going to do over winter break in the future. Like for me, basically, I could go back to Fort Wilderness every January till the boys graduate high school or whatever. I mean, I could just keep doing this over and over again. Um, and and I would do it through Meacham's every year. But you're in a, in a different place with this. And, and we're trying to kind of come up with a compromise, which leads into the whole Fort Wilderness versus Wilderness Lodge smackdown, which we'll get back to. But where are you with this whole winter break thing at Disney? I was a little cranky about returning to Disney this year for the third year in a row. I kind of felt like this is not what I want to be doing every year. Like, But then at the same time, I had this idea for a different vacation. I wanted to go to the Keys. And then the boys and you and everybody was so excited about going back to Disney. And the boys, it's not like we had said to the boys, we're going to Disney, but they were already like, are we going to Disney? Are we going to Disney? And I thought the last thing I need in my life is to drag four boys to some other location that I want to enjoy and have them a bunch of, be at a bunch of pouties, you know, because they're not at Disney in the winter. So I kind of went to Disney this year begrudgingly. You were, it, you were a very good sport, though. Yeah, I wasn't bad. I, I, look, if I decide to do something, I decide to do it. I'm not going to be grouchy the whole time, but I'm just being honest about how I felt about the trip. It wasn't my, like, number one choice for a trip. But once I say I'm going to do something, fine. I'm going to have a good attitude. I'm going to have fun doing it. But things changed a little bit while we were there. So the voice, as we were there, already started to use the language of, like, next year. And I realized that we had basically officially entered into a a, a thing where when you take your kids to Disney three years in a row, you've basically created... Disney monsters. Yeah. Like you said, this is what you should expect for your life every... So don't go two years in a row if you don't want this to happen. No. I'm I'm, I'm being serious with our podcast listeners. If if Disney's like a one-time thing for you... Spread out your trips. Don't go two years in a row unless you're ready to keep going. <laughs> keep going. So we were there. At first, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening to me. But then, okay, I came to this place where you have a week off every January. It's the same week every year, and it is a fantastic time to get out of the cold, icy Northeast and to go somewhere warm. I get that. We have kids that truly have a wonderful time at Disney. And, you know, I appreciate that. This is so different than any of the kind of travel that we do all year long. Like, all year long, we're taking them to national parks, and we're taking them all over the country and doing urban destinations, and we're going to museums. <laughs> we, or 30 bucks a night for Turkey yeah, Swamp Park. Yeah, like, we do that kind of travel. And then once a year... When we go to Disney, we all have fun doing that kind of travel. And truly, we do have fun there as a family. Like, we kind of do it low key and we don't get stressed out about it. And we just all have a blast. So, I had this transformation while we were there. And I, I thought to myself, like, okay, it, 
if this is what we, the boys and everybody wants to do every January, and if we have fun, and if I just accept the fact that this is part of our life right now, right? Like, I'm not saying 10 years from now, we're going to Disney every year, but if for right now, this is like the highlight of their life and we've kind of found a way to do it, you know, somewhat affordably, it doesn't break the bank. We save, you know, we budget for it all year. And, and we, only like, go, we go for five nights typically, not And seven, we only do three park nights. days and we don't do any hoppers and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know, I think I'm, I was ready to just embrace it. Really, I was, but with a caveat. So and this is a huge caveat. <laughs> and like, I, I, I mean, I, I went I'm about shocked. this. I'm telling you how crafty I am. But what did I, I say I wanted to do this year? What did I say? You wanted to go to Wilderness Lodge for, I, the, for dinner. dinner. And then what else the did I Canyon. do? And oh, you did, see, <laughs> I didn't realize that you, now, I'm li- literally on air in the podcast, I'm realizing that you just did a Vulcan mind trick on me. You, you so did. Stephanie booked Whispering Canyon for dinner <laughs> at the Wilderness Lodge, which is a mile away from Fort Wilderness. You can walk over or take the boat over. Then one of our non-park days, she said, oh, I want to do a monorail ride and, <laughs> and visit all the resorts. And I was like, oh, that sounds like fun. Because I stayed at the Contemporary when I was a kid. My grandparents stayed at the Polynesian once and we swam in the pool. And I was like, oh, that'll be nostalgic fun. And our boys had never been on the monorail. Right, because we always take in. the boat. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Little did I realize that, oh, yeah. that somebody had other plans in mind. But when we went to Wilderness Lodge for Whispering Canyon, which was an awesome meal and a really fun night. All five of us were in awe of Wilderness Lodge. We it's were, beautiful. It's stunning. I mean, it's modeled after the great national park lodges of the West or the Pacific and the boys love that. They were like, oh my gosh, it's so cozy There's and fireplaces rustic. everywhere. And they walked up all the staircases and, and they looked down at you. Like, this is amazing. You were finding hidden Mickey's. RV family travel atlas or not, I want to stay at this place. They We walked around to all the pool areas and the boys were like, well, does it have a hot tub? Does it have, because they're comparing it to, well, you know, Fort wilderness and making sure that all the check because we're like fort x three years at the fort yeah and i i the fort has a place in my heart there's like a a corner of my heart that's reserved for my love for fort wilderness so part i'm partly pained doing this episode but i partly (laughs) think it's really fun content so we're going to come back in a second we're going to tell you everything we love about fort wilderness and why we've all grown to adore it over the years but also be honest about some of maybe the little issues that might push us to a wilderness lodge vacation and then we'll come back again and we'll just tell you everything we loved about wilderness lodge but before we do that before we come back for those segments we have a sponsored message from our friends at blackstone products from the large 36 inch four burner griddles to the 17 inch one burner tabletop versions you'll find a blackstone or two or three or four that's just right for you and your lifestyle whether you are at home or at the campground blackstone lets you cook everything you can on the traditional grill and thousands of things you can't like cheesesteaks and bacon and eggs and sausage and pancakes and stir fry. Dad's famous egg scramble, which the boys love. Yes. And anything else you can think of, really. The point is, is that you really can cook everything that you can cook on a grill, but then you can also do everything else People you cook, People do too. their steaks on a Blackstone, and they swear they're just as good. They get that steakhouse sear on that, because you're really across that sear. whole full body 
sear on the griddle. Now you can take advantage of up to four cooking heat zones on the 36 inch Which griddle. Which to me is like an at home griddle. Right. But then and then the, the, the 22. 17 and the 22 are awesome for camping. Like those are just like really key camping products. The 17 inch is a one burner griddle. 22 inch, which we have and bring, is a two burner. 22 inches are favorite for our family of five. But Jeremy, of course, did a Facebook Live on all of the different types and which one might be good for you, which is embedded in a post on our website. And frankly, to be honest with you, a lot of people have one for the camper and one for the back deck. Now you can join more than 1 million happy Blackstone customers. Go to blackstoneproducts.com. They always have free shipping. Plus you can use coupon code RBFTA for 10% off your order. All right. So for those of you who have not listened to our Fort Wilderness reviews over the years, and for those of you that are just more than willing to listen to us talk about the Fort again, we just want to run through quickly like what we love about this campground, not a full review, not every little detail, but just big picture why we adore it. The first thing, it's a beautiful, natural campground setting that allows for incredible quiet and relaxation after the madness and craziness of the theme parks. Decompression. Yeah, de- Serious it's the decompression. Anecdote, antidote. Like you come back from a theme park at two or three PM in the afternoon and you could just unwind at the fort. And that's what that's I think the major thing you love about it. Yeah, the, and the sites themselves are large and private, you know, especially the premium sites which we stay on. But you know, so many places that are more resort campgrounds, we do say oftentimes you trade off a site for all of the amenities. You know, you might have more crowded sites. They might be close together. The fort is, of course, the exception to this rule. I mean, it's just beautiful, big sites with lots of wildlife, turkeys walking by in the morning. How else do you get that much room to yourself at Disney? I mean, you would spend a fortune to get that much room somewhere else. You have a lot of room for your family. Yeah. With the golf cart, you can drive around and just enjoy all the scenery and the different decorations that people put up. And you obviously can't do that at a resort. I call it the best RV show in America. Fort Wilderness is gigantic. Stephanie, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but you're good with stuff like this. Do you know about roughly how many sites are at the fort? No. I I know we've said it in previous, but yeah, there is. It's, it's up it's there. It's massive. Um, yeah. If you want to just see hundreds of RVs, which I know a lot of our listeners just love to like check out RVs, this is better than an RV show for just driving around and seeing like every possible type of RV. And there's pop-up campers there and there's million-dollar motorhomes there. Now, you can also take the boat right over to the Magic Kingdom or to the Contemporary or to Wilderness Lodge. The boat's right there at the settlement. And it's just such a fun way to start off our vacation every year. We always go to um, the Magic Kingdom the first day and we take the boat over and it's a wonderful experience. The settlement experience. is part of the fort where you pick up the boats, where there's restaurants and stuff like that. I had numerous people comment to me on social media that the boat ride from Fort Wilderness to Magic Kingdom is their favorite thing about Disney World. Right. It's just so different and wonderful and quaint and cute. So you've also got the pool at the fort. So you've got the pool, the hot tub, the slide area, and our boys will spend, if we get, if we're always lucky enough to get warmer weather when we're there in the seventies or the eighties, our boys will spend Every single day by four o'clock, they're like, if we're in a park, they're like, can we go back to the pool? That's what they want to do. We were in the Magic Kingdom and like we're in the Magic Kingdom and Max is like, can we go back to the pool? Yeah, they're ready. They're They're done. They're ready. That's how we do Disney. We're like, okay, this is enough. Let's go back and relax. (laughs) And the pool at the fort's not very crowded, at least not when we go. There's also the Chippendale Campfire sing-along every night and Wesley is devoted. Mm -hmm. He had the boys have grown out of it a little. 
little bit, but they still went this year. They had the choice and they still wanted to go and do the, the campfire sing along with Chip and Dale. Wesley's obsessed. It's like one of his favorite things to do. He was talking about it for weeks so leading up to our trip. He was talking about that campfire sing along. It's really sweet. And it's no additional fee. You've already paid for your right to go to the campfire sing along. We love that the Hoop-dee-doo review is right there at Fort Wilderness. It's an old-fashioned Western variety sing-along comedy show, which I got embarrassed at this year, and they made me part of the show, and it was quite funny. That's right there at Fort Wilderness. We've done that three years in a row. Stephanie insists we're not doing no. it next year. Um, you went ahead and bu- I do all of the booking and reservations for Disney. You went and booked that hoop to do. <laughs> like you were like, I'm getting my hoop to do. And this was my favorite. Yeah, look, it's not cheap to do the hoop to do. No, it's but not. It's really so next fun. year we're going to replace it with something else. Yeah, and we think we know what we'll replace it with. And uh, the Trails End Restaurant is there. This beautiful playground area up by the water. The boys love the buffet at the Trails End Restaurant. For them, they're in heaven with the fried love chicken. The t- that's what they talk about for weeks leading up to it. The buffet. Fort Wilderness. We <laughs> love the trading post stores. There's two awesome trading post stores that are just. Like the ideal version of what a camp store should be to me. I just adore going to the trading port post and getting my souvenir there, maybe grabbing coffee in the morning. And then in the midst of all the Disney crazy, it really is peaceful and quiet. Like this year when we did go to Whispering Canyon for dinner over at the, at, um, the Wilderness Lodge, we walked there on a mile long like nature path from Fort Wilderness over to the lodge. You know, it was like a mile long walk. It was peaceful. You might see see deer, rustling trees. You know, it just really does give you, I'm telling you, I maybe say it too much, but it's like a deep breath, you know, after sort of the the onslaught of fun that is is. Disney. But yet at the same time at the fort, it is considered a Disney resort. Not everyone realizes that. It is a it has the ranking of a resort. So that means that you can take the Magical Express from the airport there. There is bell service there. Mm-hmm. We had our groceries waiting for us at Fort Wilderness. Yes, so I ordered online groceries. And um, they were delivered to the bell service before we arrived that day when we arrived at night at about 11 o'clock at night. Our groceries were loaded into a van. At the bell services at the front desk of the fort, and we all got in the van and we were taken to our rental RV. It was top-notch resort service. Yeah. I mean, they're open 24 hours mm-hmm. there, yep. just like a hotel. I mean, there's somebody there to help you if you need help. And it was a long way to our site. Like, you that were in the, was yeah, they're in the 900. A, we could not have walked with right. our bags. So we got that van drive right to our site. Now, after three years at the fort, we've kind of discovered some things that could push us into wanting a resort experience at one of the Disney resorts. So there's a few things that maybe kind of rankled you a little bit because at the end of the day, we are spending three to $400 a night. We're spending a, a price that approaches staying at a resort. If we lived in Florida and had an RV and it was just one fifty a night for us for a premium site, we would never consider yeah, I booking think that a that's hotel. True. Yeah. Never would we consider booking a hotel. But since we are paying for the rental as well, just we're close in price to staying at Wilderness Lodge. And that fact alone has us thinking about it. Yeah, that's true. But and, and also the fact that we camp a lot. I mean, we camp all the time and we love camping. But I don't have a problem with saying I want to do something other than camp sometimes. So if we're paying an equal price and we only ever camp, you know, or stay in cabins, I think it's okay to say, hey, 
and this was my sort of way in this year. If you guys want to make this a yearly thing for now, and of course I'm not committing to like, like I said, 10 years in the future, but if for now we're going to say, well, everybody's enjoying this and everybody has fun, we're going to go down to Disney every January and have a really fun family vacation. If we're going to say that, then I want towel service. The end. Okay. It's January. I'm go. I'm flying. I want to show up and I want to have unlimited towels. And you want unlimited hot water. I want like, unlimited honestly, hot water. In a water. rental RV, we're so spoiled by our trauma aqua go. Like, okay, so we're paying about almost $400 a night and we're running out of hot water. I and didn't you're realize not getting a hot how spoiled I had become one year of having that aqua go. I got into an RV that didn't have unlimited hot water and I was like, oh, for the love. <laughs> And another thing was, okay, so we're spending close to $400 a night. And as nice as the RV rental was from Meacham's, we we did not have a really private bedroom to change in. The bathroom was nothing like a hotel bathroom. So you felt like you didn't have privacy to get changed, get showered, where a hotel room might provide that. Yeah. So one of the reasons we moved into our Octane Toy Hauler was bedroom privacy. I now have three older boys. Okay. They're getting older. Mommy likes to close the door and get dressed in peace. Well, we can do that now in our octane. The door closes really nice and there's an area there that's big enough for me to get dressed in privacy. In this RV, that was not the case. And that was actually a little bit of a rub for me on this trip, feeling like I didn't have a place where I could get dressed in privacy. Another thing that we've just started to realize, and again, it's all about the money we're spending, like we're spending resort money, is that Fort Wilderness, it is a little bit harder to get everywhere when you compare it to a resort that's on the monorail, right? Where you can, or yeah, like which or the bus lodges, service, to be clear, right. Wilderness Lodge is lo- not. But but Wilderness Lodge, their bus depot is right outside the front doors of the lodge, so you can go right outside the front doors and you can get that bus to anywhere in Disney. Well, at the at the four, what you have to do is get in your golf cart and drive up to the bus. Depot. It's an extra step. If you step. have a now, golf cart, if like, you don't I have know. a golf cart, you're taking a bus to get to a bus. First world problems here. I get it, but at the same time, you just realize that you're taking that extra step to get. I to I don't your... even think the phrase first world <laughs> like, problems. Like, you can't even. Like, Disney, Disney problems. problems. Disney Hashtag problems. Disney problems, which is just was absurd. <laughs> it is absurd. I never in my life thought I'd be going to Disney every year, but here we are. <laughs> I know. I know. That's been my gr- greatest Jedi mind trick in our marriage. <laughs> the other thing too, and again, is a price comparison issue. We're paying about four hundred dollars a night, and we're not getting the level of pool and hot tub type of um, amenities that you're going to get at the Polynesian or the Contemporary or Wilderness Lodge. All that stuff is like amazingly beautiful for roughly the same price. All right. So we are going to kind of come back and talk a little bit about what we're moving to, right? The lodge, a little bit more of our thoughts on that. Hopefully. I mean, we're debating this though. Like yeah. we just don't know what we're going to do next year. We don't know what we're going to do, but I think that I've made it pretty clear. No, no, no. It, uh, it's almost like a trade-off here. I'm, I'm almost like saying to my family, look, okay, I reached a point where I get it. We all have fun doing this and I'm not miserable. I'm not. I have a great time when we go. Yeah, but you know what the dollar amount is you're spending yes. and what other options you have. Exactly. And then I reached a point where I'm going to be like, okay, it's it's all about working together as a family. So if you all want this, then mama gets something too. So <laughs> I, you're like, we're debating this. Yeah, we kind of are. What but... I meant by that is like, if we're going back to Disney, we are doing a resort yes. or we're going and renting an RV and going to the Grand Canyon. I don't know why you keep bringing up the Grand Canyon in January. I'm not going to the Grand Canyon. I'm not going to the Grand Canyon in January. (laughs) So listen, 
Before we dive into our quick review of Wilderness Lodge and why we might be tempted to book it for next year, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Jayco. Generations of family fun. It's what Jayco's founder, Lloyd Bontrager, set out to provide 50 years ago when he started the company on the family farm in 1968. Today, Jayco is still focused on providing a way for families to create lasting memories. From camping trailers to Class A motorhomes and everything in between, you'll find a Jayco that offers the most standard features and the best warranty in the industry, giving you the value you want and the peace of mind you deserve. Visit your local Jayco dealer or jayco.com for more information. Jayco, generations of family fun. All right. So we've mentioned some of the things that blew us away about the Wilderness Lodge. So we'll go through this quickly. The lodge is warm and cozy and gorgeous. The lobby had fireplaces. Some of the separate floors had little fireplace seating areas, and I was picturing myself drinking coffee in the morning, reading a book, or at night after the kids go to bed, sitting by one of those fireplaces. It really does feel like a huge, gorgeous national park that you'd find out west, but Disney-fied, so in some ways even better and more luxurious. Right? <laughs> less real. <laughs> you don't deal with the reality. <laughs> less real, more awesome. fake <laughs> Disney fakeified. All right. Now, there's also a lot more, to be honest, food options. And this is a big deal for you. Be honest yeah, about this. So there are good food options at Fort Wilderness, especially during your first and your second stay, right? So you've got the hoop to do review, which is the best dinner show ever. So much fun. And the food's really good. They do the fried chicken, the mashed potatoes, etc. Now then there's also the Trails End restaurant. That basically takes a lot of that same food from it's like the, the hoop day. Well, it really, adds a yeah. lot more to it. It yeah. really does. And I don't want to short shrift them for that because no, it is true. about Buffet and it does have fantastic food, but it's all that rib sticking frontier well, the food. Was awesome. Oh, it was awesome, but it's just all in that same style, right? It's that biscuits and gravy and all that kind of stuff. And it's delicious, but there's not really a variety of different types of food. So the takeout. You know, the, the quick option there at Fort Wilderness is really just that same food. It's that for, it's that, um, ribs or fried chicken or pizza. So. I feel like even though we always love it and the boys, I was like, oh my gosh, we have to pay for a trail's end again because the boys were like begging for it. They wanted that so badly. And I'm like, okay, but I do kind of look forward to staying in a place that might have a, a, a bigger variety. Well, and Wilderness Lodge has the Whispering Canyon Cafe, which is a really, really good meal. And really good meal, too. I was impressed. Very because the reviews are kind of like lukewarm on that place. Like a lot of people love it, but there was enough like lukewarm reviews that I wasn't sure it was going to be an awesome meal. Yeah. It, it surprised me. it's not a full-on show like the Hoopty Doo review, but there's elements of showmanship to Entertaining, and yeah. entertainment in terms of how they serve you and everything. There's also the Geyser Point Bar and grill with water views. There's Artist Point where they have a Snow White character dinner. There's also two more restaurants, Roaring Fork and the Territory Lounge. So you feel like staying there, we could have some real variety in our food and not be eating ribs and fried chicken every night. Yeah. like So at the fort, we either have dinner at the camper, which is fine because we like kind of doing that a couple of nights and just having quick, easy dinners. Um, or you have to go and have this like rib sticking, you know, heavy dinner. I feel like at the fo- at the lodge, there's more of a variety. There's the quick service options and everything. So I just feel like I want to have a little more variety. I, 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 I'm with you on that point. 
Also, there's the gorgeous pool. Right. The pool at Wilderness Lodge is designed as a waterfall that spills into this gigantic pool. And I think there's actually two pools. I mean, I would love, since we spend so much time in the pool, I would be thrilled. And I got to be honest with you, the heater, the furnace at the Fort Wilderness Pool was broken this year while we were there for like three straight days. I don't think they'd let that happen at one of the resorts. You're probably right. I, I think at Fort Wilderness, it's like, oh, all right, whatever. We're waiting for a park. <laughs> the campers don't really Lodge, get up. At Wilderness Lodge, when you've got people spending $1,000, yeah. not we wouldn't, but you've got people spending $1,000 a night, you can't tell me that pool would have been unheated for three straight days. You're right. That's a good point. I hadn't even thought of that, but I think that, honestly, I'm going to give that one to you. Now, there's also like a spa and health club right there near the pool. And I got, it's usually my birthday when we go down and- It's been your birthday every year when yeah, we've gone down. Yeah, right. Um, so it's that same week. So the year before I went to the Saratoga Springs to go to the spa there and I did like a facial there. It would, it, honestly, since it is my birthday week and I do feel like I'm giving a little going on a Disney vacation every year on my birthday, it would be nice to have the spa and right there. Right on property. Right. I didn't feel like going to Saratoga to go, Springs. Yeah. Well, you had to go take a bus to get your resort <laughs> Yeah, Which, if you think about it, it's kind of ironic. <laughs> like, go get, go get on the bus and go get a facial. <laughs> so, like, yeah, if we went next year, it would be your birthday, and we would book that for you yes. as part of it. And Absolutely. I think that that would be a nice treat for me that it's right there on site. If you love the boat service at Fort Wilderness, it's the same boat service. I mean, mm-hmm. you have the boats running right to the Magic Kingdom. Another positive about Wilderness Lodge, there's kid-friendly rooms with bunk beds, two bunk beds that range from 330 to 500 And they say it starts at 3 30, good luck. Well, we went it. through the rate calendar and we actually did end find. of August for like it's two end days. of August is that lowest price. We were like, when is it this low price? <laughs> There's the best stuff you mentioned bus service right outside of the lobby. And also, if you stay at Wilderness Lodge, but you're big Fort Wilderness fans like we are, you can walk over there. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Now, there are some problems. Okay. So we started to think about booking Wilderness Lodge and there just are some issues. The rooms with bunks that are like 480 a night, you know, kind of close to what we're spending at the Ford, only you're only allowed to have four people. We yeah. are discriminated against at Disney World because we have five kids. We'd have now, to get two rooms, we, and that is not, not an never going to happen. And we know some people just say there's four kids, uh, and I'm not saying that we're goody goodies with stuff like that. But it just I'm spending. You said this like we're spending so much money, we don't want to feel like we're like, like being shady sneaky. or like, hiding I'm Wesley thousands in our of suitcase. dollars to be here, and I'm sneaking someone in. So no. that was instantly this huge <laughs> problem, like. Okay, we can't fit in this room that we thought we could afford at Wilderness Lodge. And then the next room up that sleeps five was seven fifty and we feel priced out on the we're not spending that. So now what are our possible options if you want a Disney resort? Other Disney resorts that sleep five. The fort is unusual in that. If you go to and you look at the other resorts. You mean Wilderness Lodge. Yes. If you go and look at the other resorts, there are options for five. So we also so two <laughs> Two things are happening now. We also visited the Polynesian, where we were like, "Oh my God, it's gorgeous here! It's awesome uh, my, here!" I was so and smart. I took my to, I took my family on a resort, and they have Dole Whips <laughs> on property <laughs> to get them we into can, a resort. We can get a room there for like five hundred. We were spending four hundred at the campground. So I hope our listeners get it. Like for a hundred bucks more a night, we're at a resort. Now also we've entered into this netherworld of renting Disney vacation points. We're looking into that as well. I don't even want to get into what, what that whole thing is. If you want to look into it, look into it. But we may try to rent someone's DVC points so that we could do Wilderness Lodge 
at, at our an affordable price, at our price, price at our, for say, five people. Four fifty. We'll keep you updated on point. social media about now, that, and like our, in our Facebook. Some group. of our listeners are shocked at all these prices. If you're not Disney people, other of our listeners are like, "Yep, Disney's worth it." You know, and that's where Can we I say fall. something about this. I think that actually Disney is more fun the more you go, and that is something that I didn't understand. So. The first time you go to Disney, or if you're the kind of person that's like, I'm going to take my kids to Disney one time. And that was me growing up. We went to Disney one time. And you know what? I don't have like any good memories of it. And I talked to a lot of my friends who did that one big, stressful, everything's included Disney trip. And they don't really have good memories of it. And the reason why is I think that we put too much on its plate. We're like literally expecting to have this like childhood life fulfillment in four crazy days of a Disney trip. And it's stressful, especially if your kids aren't really used to traveling. So I think the first year I tried to stay calm, but I got it. You were learning so much. You didn't know about fast passes. You didn't know about reservations and you're asking all these questions. I have to say now that this is like so easy for me, I got all the fast passes we wanted this year. I had all the reservations made like in my sleep. I realize now that a Disney vacation, when you return over and over again, it does feel like more fun. You refine the experience. Yeah. You know the things you love. Your family's low key about it. You're not trying to do everything. I think you just explained our entire travel philosophy. We, when we love a place, we go back multiple times. Acadia National Park, multiple times. Cape Cod, multiple times. We're planning a return to the Smokies. And Instead of trying to get everything out of a place in one frantic visit, we always have the attitude that we're going to come back. And our first Disney trip was not our best Disney trip. They got better. Our first Acadia trip was not our best Acadia trip. They always got better as you get the place wired. Yeah, it's just so much. It's just a whole different experience. So I did, that was another thing that I kind of came to terms with is realizing that, oh, this is a much different experience for me now that I kind of feel like I know what works for our family and we have the lay of the land and we can just kind of like all have fun. And I keep using that word, but I think it's important. It it truly is fun. If it's not fun for you... (laughs) Disney, right? If you spend all this money and you don't really have fun, you're going to walk away disgruntled and cranky. We (laughs) had so much ridiculous fun. Yeah. And by the way, just for our listeners out there, one last thing. You might also look at the Fort Wilderness cabins. Okay. We're not going to do that next year. I just want something different. That's what yeah, I've been you, saying. I mean, is you I'm like, it, like, okay. Fully different. Yeah. Because I just, it's hard for me. We don't usually do the same thing where we go back the same place here. Okay. So we did this three years and I'm just saying, look, I get it. I'll get on board for another year. I'll say this is a tradition, but what I need is a little bit of a shift up. Need, I need excitement. I need a little bit of something, something for me to spend my next well, it birthday. It is more exciting there. to look forward to staying somewhere different. <laughs> yeah, too. And you yeah. even said right away, oh, we'll go back to the four to do a cabin in two years. Or I'm something, sure. I'm sure know? we'll love to. I just need, I need a little change up. I but need, I'm, if you want to, if you want me on board. <laughs> and and we'll, we're going to give you that, you know, we are totally going to do that next year. I think we've got to figure out how to make it work at our, at our price point. And I'm not sad about it at all, Stephanie, because I know we'll be back at the fort. You know, I know even maybe once the kids are gone and they're in college. Even of course, next year, if we don't stay at the fort, we're still going to like go there. Oh, you totally. know, for a visit, for like, yeah, no, not, no, <laughs> different, different, different. The I only also, way you're going to get me to do this is if uh, we do some different things. I'm also kind of like, kind of proud of us in one sense too, as content creators in the RV industry. Like, I think we've really got it wired how you do this whole RV rental thing for Disney too. Like I, we've done I, it I really a lot hope over this the past is valuable years. content yeah. for people because so many people 
Disney's on their bucket list and they can't break past that point of like having to drive their own RV there. Like you don't have to. Someone from California is like stuck on the side of you. Oh, I'll never get to Disney because it's so far away. Well, there are so many other ways to get to Disney and do Fort Wilderness, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You can absolutely. get there. You can do it. Now, listen, over in the show notes for this campground, I am going to link to all of our previous Disney content because we have a lot. We have a lot of information on the fort. Like in our previous reviews, we have gone through- Loops. Loops and like everything that you need to know about this campground. So don't worry if you're like, okay, tell me a little bit about more about the campground. If you want all that, I'm linking to that content in the show notes of this episode over at RVFTA.com. Can I say something nice about you? What's the occasion? I, I, and I, I hope I don't come across as being like the jerky one who always gets his way. You are. No, I'm not. It's not that <laughs> you simple. You are yourself. Uh, you did, you, Stephanie really, really did not want to do this this past year. And, no, and and I didn't. you really you saw the sparkle in your kids' eyes I for know. wanting to do this, and you sacrificed. And you then you then what's awesome about you is then you took the lead in making it fun. You booked everything perfectly. You made all the great res- reservations. Oh, I don't. You wallow. got all the fast passes. I, but I don't only, wallow. No, yeah, like there's that, no point. In but being that's like what that. I'm saying. It's not only that you didn't wallow. You had an awesome time. I know you did. You were yeah. so excited when we got there. And I love that about you. Like once you make a decision, you're all in and you had just as much fun as the rest of us. I know you did. You were very excited for this trip this year and you had a great time too. Yeah. Gosh darn it. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you'll say it too. <laughs> so even, I even in trying to compliment you, I, I sound know. manipulative. You sound, you sound like you're controlling. <laughs> controlling me. I am that kind of a person. I can't, once I make my decision, I move on. Like once we're doing Disney, we're doing Disney. I'm not going to be cranky about it. What good is that? You know, like that will ruin the, I won't get what I want and I won't have fun. That's like the worst, right? Who would do that? But, but yeah, now I, but I did my little own manipulation. I took everybody resort hopping and now everybody has like five places they want to stay. Do you know, it was another awesome memory and we're going to end the show right now on this note. We're never going to end the show. No, I know this one's going on forever, (laughs) but I think people are still with us. Um, we got the news while we were at Fort Wilderness that Stephanie was named one of the most, one oh, of the... I was like, what are you talking Stephanie about? Stephanie was named one of the 40 most influential people in the RV industry under 40. And we got that news while we were at Disney World, which made it even extra special. The day after I turned 40. <laughs> <laughs> Just slipped right in under that you cutoff. Snuck right in. You snuck right in. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you at the campground. Or maybe at Wilderness Lodge. Or at the resort. <laughs> <laughs> 